And this morning we have none other than our own brother. He's a family member of this church. Um, so you'll be on our feet as we appreciate a great man of God. He's a brother of mine. Oh, let us let us embarrass him. Yeah, yeah. Give it up for Elder Daniel Dansugyadu. Make some noise. Oh, praise the Lord. That that was too wonderful. It was, if it was for me, then it is okay. But I don't want you to come here and clap for Daniel. We have come before the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the I am that I am, the man who holds this world in his hands. And we understand that the foundations of this world, the existence of this world, all came about to being at the utterance of his words. It is this man you are going to clap for. It is this man you are shouting for. So if what you did was for me, then it was far more too much. But I want you to stand right now on your feet. And you are giving a clap offering unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. Kindly take up your seat. Praise the Lord. It is a great honor, firstly unto God, to speak the word of God unto believers. You don't forget that if it was left with just a single one of us, Christ Jesus would have done the same thing that he did for the world at large. He would have still shed his blood, died, resurrected, and bring life eternal to anybody who believes in him. Praise the Lord. So that is how much I rate it when I get the opportunity to speak to the sons and daughters of the Most High. I do not take it for granted. We say God bless you all. And want to appreciate the leadership of the church. My own brother John. Uh, you know, when you are a Christian, when you believe in Jesus, you have grace. Grace has found you. But this man has found double grace. He takes the grace of God that is unseen with our eyes and thinks that, no, this must take manifestation in the physical. So I find a grace. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you, sir. Our Papa Dan Ousasari is not here, but we want to appreciate Papa. We want to appreciate him wherever he is. We want to say thank you, Father. Uh, thank you. We appreciate him so much. And to all of you for having us, we are grateful. We are grateful. Now, this month, we have been talking about the testimony of the... Oh, it seems a few people have been here in this church this whole month. It is the advocates. Testimony. The advocates. Testimony. And we might have heard a lot throughout the period. So I have come not to speak any other thing but to just give us a reminder we are going to remind ourselves of the things that we might have heard in the period hallelujah are you here with me are you here with me the testimony of the advocates the advocates testimony I know by now we have all come to the understanding that this advocate we are talking about 
is none other than the spirit of the most high God. That understanding has been made clear. Am I wrong? Good. God bless you. Now, when we come to church, we understand that Christianity is not a religion. Note it. Christianity is not a religion. Rather, it is a relationship between divinity and humanity. So God in his earnest, establishing a cordial relationship, establishing communion, koinonia, establishing fellowship with man. Praise the Lord. So it pleases God, as Bible puts it, that the fullness of the Godhead takes its dwelling in Christ Jesus. The fullness of the Godhead takes its dwelling in Christ Jesus. When we say the Godhead, what we mean is God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we, might, we have understood over the period that this God does not exist in separate units. That Jesus is separate, Holy Spirit. He is one God, triune in nature, but ministering in three different folds. Amen. So God has been found it pleasing to feel himself, the fullness of himself in Christ Jesus. Now when anybody accept the call of Jesus and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior believing that he died for his or her sins resurrecting because of us and now seated in the highest of places Bible makes us to understand that this Jesus comes to make his dwelling in that individual is there anybody here that has believed in Jesus let me see by hand if you have believed in Jesus, the announcement is that Jesus Christ has taken seat. We can say the Spirit of God has taken seat within you. Within you. Our spirits have been fused with that of His. Praise the Lord. The advocates, I am doing this together. It's a message for me and then for you. So it is the advocate's testimony. Praise the Lord. Now this is what Christ Jesus has done for us. And over the period, we have heard that the testimony of the advocate is that we have become sons and daughters of the Most High God. I established earlier on a few minutes ago that Christianity is a relationship. Now when we come to church, like this, just as we have met. There is a difference between our meeting here and a club meeting. There is a difference between our meeting here and an association. Listen, the Ghanaian community here in Amsterdam may have their own association at a particular place and say that this is an association of Ghanaians resident in Almere. For example... And why not Almere? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, when this group of people meet, they have fellowship. They communicate. They talk. They engage themselves. Now, when we meet as a church, it is not the same. The church has a life wire. 
praise the Lord. The church is alive. There is life in the church. And this life is the spirit of God that dwells in the church. The spirit of God that resides in the church. When we say the church, anybody who has come to believe in Jesus Christ, you form the individual church. So the church begins with me. So when we talk about the church, I appear, I am the church. Praise the Lord. And now when we meet as a church, this is a local church. Now, the communication is that there is a difference between the association of Ghanaian residents in Almere. Better still, we can say in Rotterdam. <laughs> we can say in Rotterdam. And the difference between the church, the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. When we meet like this, the Spirit of God, it is a meeting of the Spirit of God. You come carrying the fullness of God. When the Spirit of God comes into any individual, he does not come in some measure. He comes in his whole fullness and dwells in that individual. So as you said, believing in Jesus, I come announcing that you are full of God. Say, I am full of God. I am full of God. I am full of His Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. One question. I just want one anointed man or woman of God in this house. Just left by hand. An anointed man or woman of God. An anointed man or woman of God. I have one, I have two, I have three, I have four, five, six, seven. I have eight, nine. I have ten at the back. An anointed man or woman of God. Some of the hands are being lifted. Others are being, uh, God bless you, put your hands down. God bless you so much. Now, the testimony of the advocate. When we say somebody is anointed of God, in the olden days, in the Old Testament, when God chooses somebody for some purpose, and in those days, it was either the person is being chosen to be a king, the person is being chosen to be a priest, or the person is being chosen to be a prophet. One of these. Then, ceremoniously, symbolism, religion, they call that person up and smear oil on that individual and say that this individual is anointed of God. Praise the Lord. So in the olden days, we see that King David was anointed by Samuel, oil smearing on him, on his head, to become a king. In the Old Testament as well, we saw that Aaron was anointed by Moses, the smearing of oil, to be anointed as a priest, as a priest. Praise the Lord. And we know, we identify Elijah smearing oil, anointing Elisha as a prophet. Praise the Lord. So symbolism, these ones were anointed. We see the smear of oil on them. And so the whole church, the whole city, the whole congregation is able to identify that this is an anointed person. He has been anointed. Oil has been smeared on the person. Praise the Lord.
That takes me to my first Bible reading. Luke, the chapter 4 and the verse 18. Luke, the chapter 4. The gospel according to Luke, the chapter 4 and the verse 18. We are talking about the, advo the advocate's testimony. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is okay. anybody reading for us? Oh, it is here. Yes, please. Oh, I praise read. the Lord. Praise the Lord. The chapter, the verse 18. Yes. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus speaking. Because he has anointed me. Because he has anointed me. Please hold on. The word is what? Anointing. And Jesus is saying that, what is the proof of my anointing? Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Praise God. Jesus did not come to say, because anybody has put oil upon me, I am anointed. Rather, he says that the Spirit of God is upon me. He has chosen me. He has called me. And so because of his Spirit, I am the anointed of him. Praise the Lord. Sis, please finish it. To preach the gospel of the poor, mm. he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, mm. to proclaim liberty to the captives, mm. and recovery of sight to the blind. Recovery of sight to the blind. To we'll set, come to it. To set a liberty those those who are oppressed. Amen. Amen. Acts the chapter ten and the verse thirty-eight. Acts chapter ten and the verse thirty-eight. Anointing, the advocate's testimony, the advocate's testimony. My aim is that at the end of this short message. When we ask for the anointed ones of God, everybody in this auditorium will be able to boldly lift up his hand that it is the testimony of the advocate that I am his anointed. Amen. I am not waiting for the smearing of oil upon me before I am called the anointed. By simple presence of the Spirit of God in me, that calls me to be the anointed of him God. The testimony of the advocate. Acts the chapter 10 and the verse 38. And I read, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with How the God Spirit. anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit and with power. So Jesus was anointed not by the smearing of any oil, but God anointed him by the Holy Spirit and by power. Is there anybody in this auditorium who has believed in Jesus? If you have believed in Jesus, then the message is that there is a seal of the Holy Spirit in you. There is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in me. For that reason, when the anointed ones of God are being called, the testimony of the advocate says that I am that anointed one. My soul, the Basaya. Listen. Let nobody take us for granted. Let none other take us for granted. Because the Spirit of God in us is not anything mean. It is not something small. It is not something we can uh, quantify. I said he comes in his fullness. His fullness. So as I stand here, you are seeing a body. You are seeing the head a little bit big, but my wife loves me like that. You are seeing not too big a young man, but this is not the man you see. 
myself here, I am the spirit man that dwells in me. Similarly to you, yes, you appear in the physical as you appear, but I have come to announce to you that the testimony of the advocate is that this physical presence is not your real self, but you find real self, you find your real self by the spirit man that dwells on the inside of you. Praise the Lord. We are moving on. Let's be brief. Now the anointing of the New Testament believers. 2 Corinthians the chapter 1 and the verse 21. And then 1 John chapter 2 and the verse 20. I want us to read it. I want us to read it. If it's able to be displayed here, I'll be grateful. If all of us can read it, I'll be very, very grateful. 2 Corinthians the chapter 1 and the verse 21. 2 Corinthians the chapter 1 and the verse 21. Now, can we all read together? One, two, go. Now, it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He, oh, please. <laughs> okay, so we take it from he. He anointed us. He anointed me. Can you say it with me? He anointed me. Praise the Lord. This is the testimony of the advocate. That you are no mean a person, but you are the very anointed of the most high God. Shall we read the second one? Okay, so he set his seal of ownership on us. The seal of ownership is the Holy Spirit on us. And put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. I have come to announce that the testimony of the advocate is that because you have believed in Jesus and have accepted him as Lord and personal Savior, what is to come, what the church is waiting for, is the second appearance of Jesus Christ to take those who are his with him. And the Bible is telling us that he has guaranteed, guaranteeing what is to come. You are not fearful when people are discussing heaven. You are not fearful. You are not fearful when people are discussing rapture. Listen, you have believed in Jesus. You have believed in the Son of God. And Bible says, whoever believes in me shall have life eternal. So eternal life has taken precedence in you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are not fearful. You are not fearful. You are very bold. So you are able to speak. You are able to do the things that you have to do. Because you are empowered. You are empowered. You are empowered. We are going quickly. We are going quickly. Now, when God anoints, as we read from Acts, he said God anointed Jesus Christ with Holy Spirit and with... In Acts, the chapter 1 and the verse 8, Bible told us that when the Spirit of God comes upon you, what do you receive? 
Has anybody received the Spirit of God in this house? Have you received the Spirit of God? But because our Lord Jesus Christ is not cunning and he's ever faithful, whatever he told us in his work on this life, he made demonstrations of them. We are reading from the Bible. Then we go, Luke the chapter 3 and the verse 22. After that, we read Luke the chapter 4 and the verse 14. Luke chapter 3, the verse 22. Luke chapter 4, the verse 14. When the Spirit of God comes upon you, he comes with power. Praise the Lord. Sis, do the reading. God bless you. And the Holy you. Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And the voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. Okay. Amen. God bless you. So you are going to 4 and the 14. Now, Bible says that it is Jesus on his baptism that the Spirit of God descended upon him. The understanding is that the Spirit of God is not like a dove. We have understood through this testimony of the Advocate that the Spirit of God is human. So he takes personifications. He, we don't say it. He, he, he. So Bible says, because he has affection, Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. You can't grieve a thing. So uh, it is just symbolism. The descending as he came, he came like a dove flying. But it doesn't mean that the Spirit of God is like a dove. No. Do we understand that? Okay, now the Spirit of God has descended on Jesus Christ. Let's see what happens in chapter 4 and 14 of Luke. Chapter 4 and the verse 14 of Luke. And I read, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. Now, Jesus told us that you shall receive power when the Spirit of God has come upon you. Now, Jesus has received the Spirit of God. What is the evidence now? Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Meaning that when he received the Spirit of God, the testimony of the advocate is that he also received power. Oh, say power. Say power. We are not reading this. In Luke the chapter 1 and the verse 35, when the angel of God appeared to Mary, he told him the Holy Spirit will come on you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Now, the testimony of the advocate is that the Spirit of God and power do not go separately. Wherever you find the Spirit of God, there is enough power. Praise the Lord. There is enough power. So if there is anybody at the hearing of my voice who has received the Spirit of God, I have come to announce that you did not just receive any spirit of, at all. You received the very spirit of the Most High God. And he came in his fullness and his power. Power and might. Praise the Lord. The testimony of the advocate is this. That the spirit of God has made dwelling in you and I. And the spirit of God goes hand in hand with power. If you have believed in Jesus, you are a powerful individual. Now, your belief in Jesus means that you are anointed. Now, when those days, when they smear oil on those people, it was symbolizing consecration, that they have been set apart. 
it was symbolizing that the favor of God was upon these ones. It was symbolizing that these ones are able to commune with God so that the priest would go and make sacrifices and offerings on behalf of their members. He stood in the gap between them and God. But glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. Bible makes us to understand that for we have a high priest. We have one God and one mediator. The man Christ Jesus. I have come to announce that this one God, this high priest and this one mediator has taken dwelling in you and I. What it means that you do not need any other mediator. You do not need anybody to stand between you and God. You are as powerful as any other person. When anybody believes in Jesus, all you need is knowledge and knowledge and knowledge in our Lord Jesus Christ. When you come to the knowledge that Jesus has made his dwelling in you, the high priest sits on the inside of you, you are no mean a person. The testimony of the advocate is that your natural habitat is the supernatural. You don't operate in the realm of the natural. We see you, you see me. But in the name of Jesus, I manipulate <laughs> I, I, I exist in a higher realm of spirituality. So in the name of Jesus and by the power of God, I want you to have this understanding with you that the testimony of the advocate is that because the spirit of God dwells in you, you are no longer a mere man. You have moved from that mere situation and you are a supernatural being. Hosea says that for lack of knowledge, my people perish. If you don't know this, you stay and test and hunger. But there is so much on the inside of you that if you are allowing yourself for that to permeate, the glory, the power, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is too much on the inside of you that no man, no human being can set you back. Praise the Lord. There is too much power on the inside of you. Say, I am supernatural. I don't operate just in this physical. Oh, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I don't operate just in this physical. I operate in the realm of the supernatural. In the name of Jesus. In the book of Ephesians, in the book of Ephesians, the chapter 1, 19 and 20, we are not reading it for time's sake. This power has been described there by the apostle. He said, it is an incomparably great power. He said, this power is of exceeding greatness. This power is of surpassing greatness in nature. It is immeasurable in greatness and incredible in greatness. This is the power that is at work, dwelling on the inside of you. And the apostle Paul goes on to make a demonstration and says that the power in you is compared to the same measure of power that raised Jesus from the dead. The power that was able to lift Jesus from the dead, it is the same quantity and measure that is on the inside of you. Say, I am no mean a person. The testimony of the advocate says, oh, you are saying with me, the testimony of the advocate says, 
I am no mean a person. I am born of God. And I am born of a spirit. In the name of Jesus, I do exploits. By reason of the anointing upon my life, I am able to do whatever I set my eyes on to do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So you come across situations and circumstances. By reason of the Spirit of God that dwells in you, the announcement is that situations, circumstances, and issues of this life may confront you. Yes, they may come. But I have come to assure you that when God created you and I, he gave us a command. He said, let them take dominion. Let them rule. Let them rule. Let them override. In the name of Jesus, by the testimony of the advocate upon your life and the anointing upon your life, Whatever situation that may be confronting you, I see you dominating that situation. In the name of Jesus, I see you walking over that situation. In the name of Jesus, you are rising up with me. You are rising up with me. And in the name of Jesus, as you rise up, as you rise up, as you rise up, by reason of the anointing of God Jesus. upon your life, you are no mean a person. No, no situation, no, no circumstance no. can pin you down. No, no. because... The supernatural is you. It is your natural habitat. Yes. That is where you operate. Yes. By reason of the anointing of God upon your life. Say with me, I am. I am. The anointed. The anointed. Of God. Of God. Who believes is the anointed of God? Yes. Good. Now the hands are more. If you believe you are the anointed of God, it is not by any reason. You don't need any man to come and put hands on you for you to roll over and jump over oh, before you yes, understand you are the yes. anointed of God. Oh. Being the anointed of God is simple. By reason of the Son of God, by reason of the, of the, of the Spirit of God in your life, yes. that is the anointing. Yes. You are the anointed of God. Yes. The testimony of the advocate says that I am the anointed of the Most High God. In the name of Jesus. I want you to lift your mouth right now as you begin to thank God. You are thanking God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you, I want to bless you for your message this morning, for your message this afternoon. We bless your holy name, we give you all the glory. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you have anointed us. You have called us the anointed. For this knowledge, we appreciate you. For this knowledge, we glorify your name. In the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Now, before I sit down, I want to announce to you that the anointing of God in you and upon my life and upon your life produces visible, tangible evidences in the name of Jesus. So somebody does something and we all go, oh, this is an anointed man of God. Mm. May that be said of you mm. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because you are the anointed of God, yes. may your anointing in the name of Jesus yes. produce visible and tangible Amen. evidences Amen. for all to see Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. At your workplace, I declare by the power of God Jesus. that the anointing of God upon your life Jesus. is producing visible evidences. Amen. 
in the name of Jesus in your home in your home I declare by the power of God that the anointing upon your life Jesus is producing tangible evidences in any circle that you are in may they go back and look at you once again and say what makes you different and you come out to say the anointing of God upon my life has consecrated me it has set me apart he has made me who I am and so in the name of Jesus the anointing of God upon your life is making visible manifestations to the glory of God your hands are lifted in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus the result of your anointing cannot be denied in the name of Jesus as we bring this month of the testimony of the advocate to a close in Jesus name and by the power of the most high God and by reason of the anointing upon your life when we say we are calling the anointed. It is you that yes. is being called. So when Bible says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm, you are that anointed and you are that prophet. In the name of Jesus, the New Testament church, the New Testament believer, as you have come to him, the threefold of the anointing, being a prophet, being a priest, and being a king, in the name of Jesus, yes, God. you make manifestation in this all. In the name of Jesus, yes, you are a king. Yes. In the name of Jesus, yes, you are a priest. And in the name of Jesus, yes, you are a prophet. In the name of Jesus. 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 I declare by the power of God and by the presence of God within you, sicknesses and diseases have no hole in you. No. Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, that person is a new creature. Behold, all things have passed away and now he is new. I declare that the blood running through your veins are the very blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Bible says that we are the body and bones of Jesus. If the body and bones of Jesus cannot be affected by any form of disease, then I declare over your life in Jesus' name that no disease, no sickness can touch your mortal body. Bible says if the spirit of he that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us, he shall revitalize our mortal yes. bodies in the name of Jesus. Jesus. The testimony of the advocate is that Jesus. your mortal body is seeing revitalization yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Every single organ in your system functions right 
I bring them all to the obedience of the anointing upon your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty 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 name of Jesus. In the Bible, there is a woman in the Bible whose name was not mentioned. But her name was just said, the woman with the issue of blood. Mm. If you are going through any situation that mm. people might have used it to term you, <laughs> they call you by that. They have forgotten your name mm. and call you by that name. Mm. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, by the testimony of the advocate, Abba, that you are the anointed of God, yes. we seize that in the name of Jesus. Jesus. You are set on the path of righteousness yes. by the anointing of God upon Jesus. your life. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. None can harm you. Nothing can come near your tabernacle. Because you are the anointed of God. You are the anointed of God. Shall we give a clap offering unto Jesus? Amen. In the name of Jesus, Madibasa.